my next guest is that person. I call him a good friend, uh, somebody I laugh. I've laughed many times in in, uh, in entertainment where we walked, we've eat, eaten together. Uh, he's called on me to do favors for him, and I've and I've, I've done them because guess what? He's the type of person when he calls you, you should do a favor for. In more than thirty years, more than thirty year career, my next guest has written, directed, or produced numerous classic feature films, including House Party, awesome, Boomerang, classic, Baby's Kids, classic, Django Unchained, that starred my boy Jamie Foxx, and Marshall, you know, had my man Black Panther in that one. He's executive producer and writer of the animated TV series Black Panther, executive producer of Boondocks. He's on the show today to talk about his, his first, that's what, the, that's what the bio said, his first feature-length documentary, The Black Godfather, which is currently airing right now on Netflix. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, my dear friend, Reginald Hudlin. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Come on now. Black Godfather, Clarence Avant. I had a chance in, the, in 2000, I was in there, me and Steve Harvey was doing radio in L.A., uh, blowing up. We took a station that was 19 in the market. It was number one in six months. So we were who's who, black radio, a radio period in L.A. And everybody kept telling me, Rashawn, you got to meet this guy, Clarence Avant. He's a, uh, you got to meet him, man. You got to meet him. He, you, you, he's kind of like you. He's kind of like you in a lot of ways, but he's a bad man. I will tell you this. Reginald, I did not meet him after watching this special, The Black Godfather, which I am recommending everybody watch. He's special, man. How did you come across this story and how were you able to put all of this, all of this footage together, man? There's so many clearances you had to do to get all this stuff clear. <laughs> Dude. No, I love that you went straight to the business side Dude. of how the movie got made. Uh, yes, sir. Man, right. man, I'm, I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking to people. You ought to watch this special. It's amazing the journey this young man had through his life. Okay, coming from the South, going to Chicago and L.A. Presidents, you know, the, the fact that he. Um, but then I then I then I go business though, Reginald. I go okay, uh, okay. That needs to be cleared. Okay, that needs to be cleared. Okay, how did he get permission for that? That needs to be Stan Lathan sitting up in there. You know, Lionel Richie sitting up in there. You know, uh, L.A. Reid and Babyface sitting up in there. You know, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis sitting up in there. It's just uh, a list after list. President Barack Obama sitting up in there. President Bill Clinton sitting up in there talking about this man. This is what this special is about. And I'm leaving out a whole lot of names because guess what? You need to watch and be stunned at this man's ability to be able to communicate at every level of our society. Woo! Reginald, how did you get this story and how did you get started? Well, crazy enough, I met him at the beginning of my career in show business. Mm -hmm. Um, I made some little short films and uh, when I started doing music videos, all my music business friends would talk about Clarence Avon, Clarence Avon, <laughs> right. Andre Harrell, Russell Simmons. They talked about Clarence like he was Zeus. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like he right. was right. he was Mount Olympus level. Like you know, uh, so I knew he was important. I knew he was at the top of the food chain. But then I get a call from 
George Jackson and Doug McHenry, who were black producers yes. uh, making movies. Yeah. And Jason George, Lyric. Jason Lyric is one of their movies. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I starred in it. That's and, why I got to mention it. So. <laughs> <laughs> and George was a few years ahead of me in college. Mm-hmm. So he said, oh, I know this young kid. He just graduated. He's got a little student film called House Party. He's talented. So they called me out to L.A. for a meeting about a movie that was supposed to start Janet Jackson and the time Janet Jackson had just done her first album, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a uh, control that really had broken out mm-hmm. and you know, the time was hot coming off of purple rain. Mm-hmm. So they were like, let's do a movie with them together. Mm-hmm. So they brought me out there and Clarence met me at the airport, which I knew was a big deal because mm-hmm. Clarence was the man. Right, right, right. right and right. so then they brought me, to his house, which was in the beautiful home in Beverly Hills, filled with the most amazing black art. It was like a museum. Uh, and then I'm looking around, and then I see an Andy Warhol painting. And I'm like, whoa, that's, that's stuff you see in museums. It's in this man's house. And then I met him, and he was everything everyone claimed he was. He was raw. He was real. He cut to it. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you know, you knew he was the man that just made right. things happen. Right. And then over the years in all my time in show business, you really can't do too much without hearing Clarence names evoked one way or the other. True that. Whether it's music business or politics or whatever it is, Clarence is always up in there. Uh, so I knew I wanted to tell his story because... We all respected him. Our whole generation of folks who work uh, entertainment, black folks who worked in entertainment, I don't care if you're in the music business, movie business, whatever, you respected Clarence Avon. And I thought, well, I want to tell his story. Right. Now, Clarence did not want his story told. He was like, I'm not writing no book. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so finally, his daughter, Nicole, right, right. said, well, Maybe not a book. Maybe let's do a documentary. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he agreed to that. And then she asked him, well, who do you want to make it? And he said, well, call Reggie. I like Reggie. And that, that's funny. You know, boom. Now, when you get that call, that's like a papal order. That's like a right. call from the Vatican. Right, right. You right. just go, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you get yes, on sir. it. Yes, sir. And But and it also, I, but it also next- some fear in that, too. When you say, because, you know, you know the body of work that you, how do you, do the beginning, middle, and end because this is an incredible beginning. Because we could have stayed on the beginning when he got started, you know, gangster relation background. That was a whole story mm-hmm. in itself. You know, that's a movie, really. You know, that's a movie, well, really, right yeah. there. Well, there's no question. And, you know, when I, you know, it was me, Nelson George, the, you know, journalist, uh, you know, Byron Phillips, my, you know, producing partner, and also had a, his backgrounds in the music business. We all knew Clarence. We all heard all these great stories. We thought we knew what we were doing. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. once you start digging, then you realize, wait a minute, this door just opened to another door. It's opened to another door. Every time you interview somebody, at the end of the interview, they go, oh, you know who you need to talk to. And then they name three more names. So at a certain point, I turned to Nicole. um, (laughs) uh, I said, Nicole... This is, I don't know how far we're going to go, but this is my promise to you. I'm going to shoot until we're done. Right, right, right. I don't right. care how long it takes. 
So we're really supposed to interview 30 people in a year. Mm-hmm. So we did 75 people in three years. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we had to tell it right. Yes, you I did. Mean, Clarence is a part of black history, but you don't know it because he don't want you to know it. Right. He, 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 you know, people say the phrase, like KRS once said it, real bad boys move in silence. Clarence is the definition of real bad boys move in silence. Right. So many people today, they always want to gas themselves up. Oh, I'm this, I'm that, you know, da, 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 I'm on social media. You need to give me my props. I won an award. He's the opposite. Mm-hmm. He don't want nobody to know nothing unless you need to know. Well, let's put it this way. His boy is Quincy Jones. I mean, they boys. This is like his me, boy, like his, his boy. His boy. I mean, best friend. I mean, I mean, uh, they they sitting across each other. So so that lets you know that you know we know Quincy Jones ain't just ain't hanging out calling nobody his boy. You know, they it was like best <laughs> friends, best friends. And so and that and that journey has been years put together. But the beauty of this this right. whole when I'm watching this, I'm watching this, I'm going. You know, and I have to consider myself a guy who knows a lot, okay? Now, here's a guy, people have been telling me when I was in L.A. in the early 2000s, this is a guy I was supposed to meet several times. They kept saying, Rashawn, you got to meet this guy. Just talk to him. You got to meet this guy. And then to see what he was, and I just saw, and I'm sure, Reggie, you see a piece of yourself in him because he is so fearless. He is so, he will go up to the head of Coca-Cola. Told me they need to get Henry Aaron out there because the because black people he didn't say black people but black people drink coke. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good cleanup. That was a good cleanup, Rashad. Because he told it, he he was a straight shooter. He was saying, and Henry Aaron will tell you in the interview that he broke all the grounds for him to be a recognized person in sponsors and in, in commercial endorsements. You go, right. it, yeah. it, there's no it, soul exactly. train. There's no soul train. Without Clarence A5. There's no so tra- Clarence has been involved in every black institution there is. Mm-hmm. From from Motown to Soul Train to WBLS, you know, help Kathy Hughes. Kathy would say, Oh, you know, you know, Clarence is like my dad. He advised me on everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, you know, Ebony Magazine, WBLS, you can just name it. If it's an important black institution, mm-hmm. Clarence has had his fingers on it. You don't know it, but he's there. So when you saw, you know, and then his, his daughter became, an, you know, an ambassador to the Bahamas. And, you know, his, mm-hmm. his son, you know, he has a talent agency, but you can tell in the story that he carries the weight of his dad's greatness. How can I live up to mm-hmm. my dad's greatness? It was really was a touching moment in the documentary when he – when, when he talks about, when you, you hear him talking, feeling that, uh, that weight of his dad's greatness. Because, and it is a great, and then you don't understand it because guess what? You don't know what his dad has done. All you know is his dad's mm-hmm. successful. But when you look through the history books of entertainment, politics, that's the part that you really don't, that you can't, that you can't, his value. I remember when I, I met, uh, uh, before he was President Barack Obama, I met him at uh, L.A. Reid's. A, t- a, a penthouse in New York City, and I remember in that meeting, you know, Ellie Reed said he was going to have a big event for him in uh, L.A. at Clarence. I didn't know who Clarence was. I went, okay. He said, "You gonna come there, Rashad?" I go, "I guess." I didn't make it there. 
because I didn't understand mm-hmm. the, 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 the layers here. But when you watch that special, you understand why he said the next event is going to be at Clarence's house in L.A. Uh, we're going to be right back. We're going to talk some more because I also want to talk about the uh, NAACP Image Awards for this man right here has changed the game and has become one of the most recognized award shows on television, not just for black people, for, for viewers in general. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Conversations. Uh, on the phone is, uh, is the um, producer, director, EP, relationship guy, Academy Awards. But what we're really on the show to talk about is the individual who, who has, in the background, changed the way black entertainment has grown in Hollywood. If he, if he doesn't exist, a lot of things that we consider rememberable about Hollywood that has been uh, uh, layers that we've, that we've long, that we've gained uh, as part of our history would not have been there. His name is, uh, that gentleman's name is Clarence Avon. The documentary was put together by over three year period by the incredible Reginald Hudlin. Reginald, we was talking about when we left for the break was about uh, a, a one year project that turned into three. Cause I remember last time you was on the show, you talked about this project, but you didn't have a exit. Mm. So, so, and you're looking at a guy because, you know, it's a segment in the, in the show where he's going to uh, be honored. I won't tell you what he's being honored for. And that's the only time you will see Reginald in the documentary is, is that moment. It's a, little, it's a little quick shot of him, him being, that, that, I said, oh, my boy, he's dip right over in there. showing his little face there a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just seeing my man Stan Lathan, the Stan Lathan, um, uh, there's no deaf comedy jam without Stan Lathan. Okay, just tell you that's just one, um, one of the anchor. But Stan Lathan was given opportunity to do the special that Muhammad Ali did because Clarence Avon said uh, he's going to do it, and there's no other option. He stood up. He stood up. But one thing that that they walks you through this whole thing, he understood the value of relationships. And my, and I'm gonna tell you something. He had some powerful relationships, didn't he, Reginald? He's 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 incredible because. He's a person, uh, understand, ninth grade education from Climax, North Carolina, mm-hmm. okay? He gets kicked out of his house from an abusive stepfather. Mm-hmm. He gets on a train for the first time in his life as a young boy, goes to New Jersey. But somehow, no matter what situation he gets thrown in, he rises to the occasion. Mm-hmm. And he builds relationships. Not because he's kissing butt but because he works hard and he gets it done mm-hmm. and everybody likes him. Mm-hmm. And he just, and from that, he gets given another opportunity and guess what? He achieves at that opportunity, which puts him, so he going higher and higher pretty soon. He's in the executive suite in New York, LA, everywhere. He still has his same value system, mm-hmm. even though he's dealing with people that would make your head spin. Right. And right. that balancing act, of maintaining your core values at the same time being able to evolve as a person and evolve as a set of goals is highly unusual. And here's the thing I want to tell everybody about. We're talking about The Black Godfather, which is currently available on Netflix. Um, It's a brilliant um, uh, portrayal of an individual who didn't put himself in front of the opportunity. He provided the opportunity. And a point in question is this. If you came to him with a bad record deal, he fixed it. If you, told, if you came to him and, and you didn't know how to do a record deal, he told you how to do it. 
He didn't try to take advantage of her. That is what I'm talking about when I talk about this. I'm going to call him a young man because he's still out there making a difference in my life just by watching this special. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're interested in entertainment, you want to say, you want to understand how you walk through life and understand the values of relationships and, and, and people stepping in front of you to give you that opportunity. He worked hard. First of all, let's put that down. He worked hard. He did not change who he was. So if he failed, he knew why he failed because he was being himself. So he always Mm -hmm. maintained that integrity. And that is why it's important that we understood that. He also became the voice of a brand. And at that time was black entertainment. He was courageous Mm -hmm. enough. Yeah, come to me. I can make it happen. He said that. And then guess what? White Hollywood went, okay. And guess what? He went and made it happen. Even if he didn't have the relationship, he went and made it happen. That was, I'm telling you, this is an incredible journey. So let me ask you this, Reginald, and during the documentary, The Black Godfather, which is available now on Netflix, what stood out? What were a couple of things that stood out the most for you? Well, a couple of things. One is that he would not sell out. Right. When, when Dick Clark was trying to create Ooh. a competing black show for Soul Train, and Don Curlie is, is fighting for his wife. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, man, if they mm-hmm. do a, a, a knockoff, they're going to have the hookups. They're going to take my advertisers. They're going to take my viewers, and I'll be done for. And Clarence was like, nope. I don't care how much money you offer me. I'm on Don Cornelius' side. Mm-hmm. We've got a black businessman who created this show, supported by another black businessman, Johnson Products, the, you know, the, 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 uh, the uh, beauty product company, mm-hmm. and this is for black people. Mm-hmm. So, no, we're not going to put all these black people out of work. Don Cornelius, we're not going to hurt this black hair care company. We're going to protect all this. You know, this is part of the bigger plan of black people moving forward. These folks are all doing excellent work, right. whether it's Johnson Products, whether it's Don Cornelius. So you know what? We're going we're gonna, to, like, link arms, and we're going to protect them. And if it's just him, then it's just him. And Clarence would go into the rooms of the power brokers, and he would tell them, you're not going to do this. <laughs> and he would turn down the payoff. And he said, no, we're just going to do it for my man. Well, that, 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 he, he just said it politely, too. You're not going to do this to these N-words, to us. Oh, he's That's here. right. The white folks in the room, he just told them like it is now. He not switch styles depending on who was in the room. Yeah, he's he a, don't care. He don't care. Now, here's the funny part about uh, listening to watching this show. So, you know, I knew Reginald was coming on the show, and I went. I knew he did the documentary, Black Art Father. So I thought I'd cheat, right? I came on Netflix <laughs> two hours. So I go, okay. 30 minutes. I, I, you know, 30 minutes, I could probably cheat, act like I watched the rest, right? 30 minutes. Okay, I'm at 40 minutes. Okay, I'm at an hour. Because each 15 minutes keeps you. You're like, no, no. Another star. You know, Bill Clinton goes on there talking about he was there when he's about to be impeached. He went to him, Clarence. Clarence said, hang in there, brother. It's going to be all good. That's how he told him. Bill Clinton said, thank you. Okay, this is the guy. This is the this is the type of guy we're talking about. That people came to him. You know, when they talk about they talk about what Lionel Richard talks about his his, his voice. We talk about you know 
uh, Babyface talking about his importance. It's just so many individuals. You have to, like even like, I, I know Kathy Hughes, and Kathy Hughes, you know, she espouses on him and, and his integrity and what he did for him. But the number one thing that I kept hearing from everybody was that it was never about him going, how much money I'm going to make off you. Mm-hmm. It was never about how much money I'm going to make off of you. In fact, when he should have been charging, it said several times, when he should have been charging, everybody was waiting on a bill to come their way. And it never came because he was all about protecting you, showing you the right path to success. And he believed he was going to get taken care of. And he has been taken care of. But it was never about sitting down in front of you talking about, look here, I'm going to show you how to do this record deal, but I'm going to take my little side over here. Okay, I'm going to do, do my little hookup. He showed you how to do it so you can show somebody else. That's the beauty of this special. That's why you have to watch it. It's called The Black Godfather. It's now available on Netflix, and it's produced, directed, edited, executive produced by my man, Reginald Hudlin. Reginald, you, bro, there's another great project down in, in, in your, on your resume, huh? Uh, look, what I'm so grateful for is the response of the public. I've got people who said, Reggie, I put it on at 11 o'clock. I finished it at 1. I know I should have gone to bed. I just watched <laughs> it again back to back. But this time I had my notepad out and I'm taking notes. I've talked to people who said they've seen it four times, six times. Oh, mm-hmm. I get something different out of it every time. Right. And, I, and I'm talking to black folk, white folk, mm-hmm. uh, rich people, poor people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter, young or old. Everyone is resonating. My kids saw it, and they were inspired. A lot of folks, they watched the movie, and they said, man, I'm going to go back to the office. I need to work a little harder. Uh, some people hit me and go, you know what? I need to be a little more generous than I'm being with people who are coming up behind me. I need to help more. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it's, it's transforming people. Uh, so I'm really grateful that the movie is having the impact that it is. I want. I know we got two minutes left in this interview, and I just got to talk about the uh, NAACP Image Awards, um, which has become the award show that it always uh, should have been. Is uh, it recognizes mm. Anthony Anderson has been Anthony Anderson has been amazing as the host. What do you feel that you brought to the table that now makes this show the must see, must attend show, must attend show? Well. Well, thank you. I mean, a couple, you know, we worked hard on a couple of things. One is we wanted to make sure the full range of black Hollywood was represented. Mm-hmm. You know, not just your friends, but, you know, okay, here's an exciting new voice. Oh, let's make sure we honor the legends. Make sure we, you know, folks who are working in unusual parts of, of entertainment for black folk. We want to make sure everybody's represented. And then the second thing is, and we, you know, and, and you know, our, our, our black talent, our Latin, our Latin talent, our Asian talent, our white allies, they're all are welcome. You know, we make sure the show starts on time and ends on time. It's a live show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone knows we handle our business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, it's no CPT. It is JPT. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. then, and, and, and then the last part is, we try to keep up in the production values a little mm-hmm. more every year. How can we top ourselves? How can mm-hmm. we make it better? Mm-hmm. So now people are like, whoa, you know what? I may or may not win that Oscar this year, but I know my family with the NAACP and black folk are going to embrace me and give me the love. I may or may not wow. get that Amy. I may or may not get that Grammy. 
but I know when I come home, I'm going to get the warm embrace that I deserve. Awesome, brother. Reginald, as always, thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation. Keep winning, my brother. Thank you, my brother.